Welcome back to Your Best Year Starts Here. And this week, we're going to do something a little bit different. Well, I'm going to do something even more different because you don't even know we're going to do this. Your best year. Perhaps the best is this one. I thought what we'd do is we'd do a little check-in and make sure that people understand what makes healthy people healthy. Okay. Are you ready for this? Let's do it. Okay. Get more sleep is number one. How much sleep do you get, Neil? Uh, Do you know what? It varies, and I'm not going to lie. I know the importance of sleep. So when I'm focused on looking after myself, I will get at least seven hours of sleep a night. Okay, that's number one. Number two, make time to exercise. Now, I'm not the perfect one to talk about this, but I know that when I walk Alfie, my dog, on a Saturday and Sunday and do an hour and a half each, I know I feel better. Are you doing enough exercise? Right now? Yeah. No. Fine, so you need to do more. Number three, drink more water. Biggest thing for most of us, we don't rehydrate properly. Consume less sugar. And sugar's in virtually everything that we eat, so we need to be careful. That you're going to love number five. Go on, then. Stay teachable. Absolutely. So, you know, the greatest leaders are the greatest readers. Absolutely. And if you want to earn more money, put an L in the front and learn more. My favourite one of the whole list that was sent to me was forgive first. Mm-hmm. Learn the art of forgiveness. Number seven, remove clutter. Get rid of stuff you don't need. Random acts of kindness is number eight. Do something for someone else when you know you won't get the credit. Number nine, do not respond to negativity. Let it go. Now, I don't know if we need to go into song here, (laughs) but I think there's a chance. It's like an episode of Frozen. And then number 10, show gratitude. So have a gratitude list. So last thing at night, what are you grateful for? So just a little list to remind ourselves that if we want to have more fun and have our best year ever, some things we need to do. Do you know, it's an important list. And actually, I think, although we were going to go somewhere else on this episode, I think we'll expand on that a bit Should more. Should we? Let's do it. Let's well, do it. So, I, I so wanted to do it to surprise you. Yeah, yeah. Because I think people need lists and reminders of what makes us healthy. But but here's the thing that I, I, I love that, right? And this is where we jump into some vulnerability. Because I'm about to call myself out. Are you? I am indeed. Because there's a lot of people that know me because of juicing and because of going from not being able to get upstairs to running ultra marathons and all kinds of crazy stuff like that. Um, But three years ago, more or less this time of year, it was Good Friday three years ago. So by the time people are listening to this, it will be beyond that. But at the time we're recording this, it's not quite at that point, if that makes any sense. Um, But about three years ago, on Good Friday, I had an accident where I tore all of the ligaments off my right ankle. Now, that sounds painful. It was incredibly painful. I couldn't walk for a couple of months. I was, you know, in a cast and I was on crutches and various other things. And I know this next bit's going to sound nuts. I know that injuring your physical body shouldn't change the way you eat. Okay, so you shouldn't actually get an unhealthier diet because of you've injured your body. Because what you put in your mouth versus moving your body logically shouldn't be related. But guess what? When you're someone that's been moving their bodily intentionally on a very regular basis and then suddenly you can't, 
and prior to that you were someone who never moved their body and you ate a lot of crap your body starts to crave the crap when you can't move now i'm nowhere near as bad as i was when i was at my heaviest unhealthiest a decade ago i I haven't got even close to that but i'm also not where i was at my fittest and my healthiest either and so i'm calling myself out on that right now on this podcast because and i wasn't planning on doing this and i didn't know you were going to read that list but i know that if i let those unhealthy habits continue they'll spiral they'll get worse and eventually i will end up back where i was 10 years ago and i'm not prepared to do that so, so, what so are you, you so you so, go through that list so what are you willing so what are you willing to be called on because we call it the bullshit list exactly so what are you going to be called on right now to change one of the things that I mentioned in my list of 10. Well, I was about to say, let's go through that list very slowly. Well, not very slowly, because we don't want this episode to last for an hour. But let's go through that list again, like a little bit more slowly, so I can actually almost respond to each one, kind of tell you where I am and tell you what I intend to do. And then maybe other people, because I know there are some people who follow me, who followed me for a long time, who will be listening to this podcast because they know me as the health guy. And although I'm still healthier than I was a decade ago, I'm not on the top of my game. And so I'm going to tell you what I'm doing to improve it. Okay, so what we could do is we could ask everyone to give us a mark out of 10 for each of the 10 items. That works. So you should have a score out of 100 for the 10 items that I'm going to quote. Okay. So... We know if we get more sleep, our bodies are, what's the right word here? Our bodies recover better and it works for our brain. Little Too little sleep means we don't recover, we are tired, we make mistakes. So out of 10, what would you say your sleep is like at the moment? So if we're saying that a good night's sleep is probably about eight hours of deep sleep... I would say, as an average, I'm probably more like six out of those eight hours, which can only probably be about a six or a seven out of ten. Okay. So what do you need to do to get it one mark higher? I would say, for me, the biggest thing is actually going to bed at a sensible time. I quite often get ideas late at night. I've had loads of things I've been working on. And that's why on. we see some of your quick videos when you do, I'm just doing a quick video, I just thought I'd pop online. Yeah, and quite often, I mean, I've done a few, at the time of recording this, I've done a few in the last week, they've been almost at midnight, of, I'm about to run out of day, I've been so busy. So I think I should tell everyone on here, we don't want to watch anything that's posted after 10 o'clock. Okay. That works. Now, notice that I said to you, what needs to happen to go one mark higher? I don't expect people, when I work with people, to go from a 5 to a 10. What we want to do is go from a 5 to a 6, because that's a big increment in percentage terms. So number two was make time to exercise. Yep. So this the, the last two, three weeks, I'd give myself a zero. Okay. Well, you've, you've got out of bed, so we're going to give you a one. Okay. But, but okay, but so, yes, am I moving my body? Yes. You know, I, I wear a, a watch that actually is a fitness tracker as well and whatever. Um, Are you doing a minimum of 10,000 steps? So some days I'm smashing that, some days I'm not hitting that. It depends. Here's the truth. If I'm working from home and I'm busy, I hardly move because I, I don't have to go anywhere. So I get up, you know, I'll have a bath or a shower or something. I'll make a coffee or whatever. I'll go to my office. I'll go from my office back to the kitchen and vice versa and to the loo a few times. But that might be my, the, you know, the total extent of my movement for a day. So how do we get you to get to a minimum of 10,000 steps a So day? here's the good news. 
We've got summer coming back. We've got lighter evenings coming back. I'm going to make a commitment from... Actually, do you know what? Starting today, I'm going to do at least 10,000 steps a day. Okay. And I have this thing on my wrist that tracks them. And as of today, I mean, at the point we're recording this, let's be really, really transparent. It's half past two in the afternoon, and I've done 957 steps. Okay, and I've done 4,459 steps. Yeah, because I have a dog. And you were walking your dog when I was driving to your house. Exactly. That's because I was early because I knew I had someone coming to me at 10 o'clock. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm going to make a conscious effort when I get home to go for a walk. Okay. And, and, so and we're going to get the mark from at least naught to a four. Uh, yeah. So for me, 10,000 steps a day is a maximum of a four or a five. Okay. Um, because I actually think perfect, purposeful exercise is not just having a fitness tracker saying you did some steps. Okay, fine. So I will do that. But what I'm also going to do is I'm going to make a commitment to do at least three times a week some kind of purposeful movement on top of doing those steps. Okay. Number three was drink more water. Okay, I'm pretty good on that one. That's probably uh, an eight already. Okay, so if it's an eight, what do we need to get to an 8.5? Drink even more still without getting to the point where we drink so much water that we're getting stupid with it. Okay, fine. And probably the trick for me with that is, you know... I say I'm I'm pretty good at drinking water. Today I'm not. I've been in your house and I've mainly drunk coffee. Uh, sorry, let, let's just re, let's just refresh. That's not that. your fault. Hold on, he's only drunk coffee, not he's mostly drunk coffee. Well, there you go. So we're just going to call you out on that one. Yeah, but number, so but so it's keeping a water bottle topped yeah. up and with me. Okay. Number four was consume less sugar. Okay. Um, that is something I'm so again full transparency on this. I had an issue with my stomach about a year ago, and I'm about to start a food elimination diet that's going to take pretty much all the sugar out anyway. So that one's easy. So being forced sometimes is the best way. It is, yeah. And right now, you know, how much sugar do I eat? I don't think I could give myself more than about a five or a six because I'm eating more than is than is comfortable for me. Um, but I can take that to a ten quite easily. And I know we're saying small increments, but on this one, it's. It, okay, well, let me just share know, with you. It's going to be bigger. And, and this is pot calling kettle black here. Be very careful when you say go to a 10, because lots of things that you don't know have sugar in. And so unless you're having shredded wheat, which has no salt or sugar, there are very few things you eat that have no salt or sugar. So be very careful. So let's give yourself a go from a mark from a 6 to an 8. Because I'm telling you now. Oh, I know it's I know it's easier said than done because I've done a bunch of these things before. Yeah. So, you know, um, but you can't have a banana if you theory. Yeah. So, okay. So you have to be a little okay. bit careful. Okay. So let's go for no added sugar. Okay. Fine. Okay. We're going to do the next few a little bit faster. Stay teachable. Always. See, I love that. So we just need to remind ourselves we're always open to learning. You're going to struggle with this one. Forgive first. Do you know what? I'm a lot better on that than I ever used to be. Good. I'd say I'm probably an eight or a nine. Um, are there things that I hold on to longer than I should? Yes. Okay, let me tell you, I don't hold on to anything except you being late. So we're okay <laughs> on that completely. But, 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 but just very quickly on that, are there some things I hold on to longer than I should? Yes. Um, but do I let go of so much more than I used to? Yes. Good. You know, All I'm, I'm saying is... I'm not perfect. Just remember, it, forgiveness gives you permission to move on. I completely agree, and I think also tied in with that, and I know we're over time, but hey, we were on the last episode. Maybe we've got a couple that go a little bit longer. 
I heard a guy speak recently at an event in the US, okay, um, a guy called Chris Walk, who runs an organisation called Chris Beat Cancer. And one of his most important things in terms of cancer treatment is forgiveness. Cool. Couldn't agree more. And, yeah, and I knew, I knew what he was saying made sense before he said it, um, but he brought it home even more, you know. And so I think anyone that's listening to this that's holding on to resentment, let it go. You know, if you think there's people that have crapped all over you or have, you know, taken things away from you or whatever, let go of it. Because you holding on to those feelings is the only person that's impacting is you. Remove clutter. Okay. Um, I have too much stuff in my life without that, you know, mental clutter, physical clutter. Yeah, I, I, I have too much stuff in my life and that's something I definitely need to work on. Um, I'd probably say I'm at best a five on that. And one is to be a six. Remo- How about this for an idea? How about I try and remove one thing every day? There you go. We're happy with that. More random acts of kindness. I love doing those already. Um... But can, could I do more of them? Well, we all could. So, you know, I actually make it one of my things I try and do is do stuff that I won't get found out for. Cool. Love that. So it's just try and do more of it. The best thing I ever do is I, when I'm on the M6 toll road, I often pay for the car behind me. But I do it for two reasons. One is my random act of kindness, but two, because I just think it's really funny. The guy behind is going to be thinking, I wonder who's paid, and I see him driving to try and thank me. I just drive faster. I know for the next hour he'll be out of the room. That's the monkey inside of me. <laughs> Last two, don't respond to negativity. Yep. Again, that can be a tough one, right? It can be a tough one. Um, I think it's another one of those I'm a lot better than I used to be. You know, I I try to put out into the world what I want to receive. And if people are giving me crap, I try not to respond to it. Back to the four agreements that we spoke about last episode, a couple of episodes ago, you know, I try not to take it personally. I try not to make assumptions. One of the things that's not in the four agreements that I try to do that we've also talked about is I try and look at things through their eyes. You know, if I can try and go, hang on a minute, how does this feel for the other person? Why are they saying this, feeling this? Um that can that can okay, that can well, take the help, emotion out. Well, I'll right? help you out. The best way not to respond to negativity is to say two words. No, not those two. I can see your <laughs> mind. You see, you couldn't see this, but I think the F word came out there. It's called thank you. Yeah. You just allow and say thank you. We. I was part of a training program, and we used to have to say thank you for caring enough about me to tell me your truth. Yeah. Do you know Oprah Winfrey? There's something she said, and I can't. I'm probably get the quote slightly wrong. But she said something along the lines of true forgiveness is when you say thank you for the experience. And I and I love that, especially when you know what she's gone through in her life. It probably came from Maya Angelou or because or Ayana Van Zandt, because she doesn't come up with anything. It's nearly <laughs> someone she's listened to. So she has some great people on her on her show. But hey, very rarely But regardless of where, where it, comes it came from, from it's a great it's line. incredible. And the last one, and I know you're very good at this, is showing gratitude. Yep. Practice it every day. Uh, but I think for me the big thing is practice gratitude you know so many people talk about an attitude of gratitude an attitude of gratitude is a bit like the secret and i know we don't talk about that but it came up right it came up in in a previous episode and you were saying you know it's not enough to just visualize and expect something to manifest in your life and i agree with you you've got to play your part you've got to take action and i think it's the same thing when it comes to gratitude gratitude is not just a feeling it's something you have to do you have to actually experience it you gotta you know, you gotta make time to to practice gratitude, not just think about so it. So your marks were roughly fifty two out of a hundred. 
I don't know. I didn't add it. No, up. I didn't either. I just made that up. <laughs> but I was hoping no one who was listening to this would have worked that out. I'm sure but, some of them I didn't give a number, so I'm, yeah. I'd love to know how you got to that. No, but here's the point: if you mark to anyone who's listening is 52, your job is to get it to 60. And if your mark was 30, how do you get it to 35? Yeah. And if you've marked yourself 100, you're lying. Okay. So if you could let us know in the normal way what your marks are out of 10, and if you want the list. Email, send us a message, and we'll send it to you. But this list is a lifetime list. This is for you to have your best ever year, and it doesn't start today. It doesn't end today. This is a continual list. And if you know you want to improve on your list of 10, let us know how you're getting on. And if you improve your list over two months, let us know your opening score, your closing score, and you know what? We'll send you a prize. Awesome. And as always... You know, make sure if you're getting value from this, share it with other people. Take a screenshot of the episode on your phone, share that to social media, leave us a review on iTunes, all that lovely stuff. And we'll see you next week on the next episode of Your Best Year Starts Here. Bye-bye. Your best year.